<laughs> that was actually longer than normal. Oh, no. Oh, anyways, <laughs> we're already middle of July. We talked about doing um, a July 4th podcast, but we decided against that. But what we are going to talk about today is freedom. We're going to mix it up a little bit, and we're going to bring in our Constitution, and we're going to bring in Scripture, and we're going to discuss how the government is overstepping, as well as their place, and what they aren't supposed to be doing. Um, There's a lot of Scriptures in the Bible of um, oppression, uh, the warnings of that, and... To combat that, God gives us freedoms. Uh, Jesus died and gave us a lot of freedoms. But those freedoms aren't to be taken lightly. And they aren't supposed to just go by the wayside. You need to live like free people. Um, And so we are fortunate to be in an amazing country or once amazing country. It is falling very quickly if people don't open their eyes and pay attention to what's happening and speak up and step up and stop it. So we're going to discuss the Constitution real quick. Uh, We're just going to run through some freedoms that we get to enjoy in this country. And our founding fathers, which by the way, most of them were Christians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They believed in God. They believed in the authority of God's word. And that is a fact. Yeah. And what's ridiculous is so many people, especially Americans who are foolish and just kind of ignorant of the facts, they only learn about two or three founding fathers. They have misconstrued letters and different aspects of conversations that were held over 200 years ago yeah. that were completely taken out of context because if you read the rest of those letters or you read um, other conversations that happened, yeah. those few quote-unquote founding fathers that we learn about in school, you would quickly realize there was far more people involved in the founding of this country mm-hmm. than just three to five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... The American people need to wise up. Mm-hmm. So, some freedoms that we get to enjoy. We get the freedom of religion. Mm-hmm. We get to believe in our God. And the government is not to interfere. Mm-hmm. We have the freedom of speech. If we disagree with the current Nazi regime or a doctor or anybody else, that is our right. And we have the right to speak up. Mm-hmm. We have that freedom to do so. Those freedoms are not one-sided. Yeah. It goes across the board. Yeah. We have freedom of the press. The media is supposed to be honest about what they say. Mm-hmm. We have the freedom to hear what the press has to tell us about truth and the news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're not doing that. No. They're spreading lies. They're slandering. They're doing the work of the devil. Yeah. Let's be honest. We have the freedom of assembly. We can assemble peacefully. We can actually go in to those buildings that we pay for in Washington, D.C. and assemble there 
and complain about those people that work for us. Yeah. Yeah. We have that freedom to do that, and that is within our constitutional right. And those people being illegally held by the FBI, I hope God releases them, and I hope God rains fire and hellfire down on those FBI agents and those that are breaking the law and stealing those people's freedoms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and so we know who the FBI works for. And that would be the devil himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have the freedom of petition. We get to petition those that we disagree with. Mm-hmm. And we get to have our voices heard. The government works for us. It's not the other way around. Even though the thieves are stealing our money illegally, they work for us. So we have every right to fire them. Mm-hmm. We have every right to remove them. Mm-hmm. We have every right to do that. That's our freedoms. Yeah. We have the right to bear arms. Mm-hmm. Our founding fathers, I believe, some of them were very prophetic and knew exactly what was coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I believe that God showed them what needed to be prepared for. Yeah. And those of us that are smart enough to know and can see and understand the Constitution and our rights and step up and speak out... We're going to be the last one standing. And we will be the ones to endure to the end. Like God tells us to. There is the right to no quartering. Not really worried about that. That's basically saying soldiers don't have any right to be in your home during wartime. You know, (laughs) that sort of thing. We have the freedom and right to equal justice. Right now, our justice system is very flawed. And there's no equality in that at all. Which means our Department of Justice is full of traitors, and they all need to be removed. They don't understand what justice is, and there's no equality in it at all. There's innocent Americans sitting in jail while there's terrorists like BLM and Antifa destroying our country. And we know who they are. And they're getting off scot-free. And innocent, hard-working Americans, family people are being arrested illegally. And the other part of that is this government regime is destroying families and they're doing it on purpose. Mm -hmm. Again, Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So we're seeing the devil do his dirty work right in front of our eyes. We have the right and freedom to own our own property. Government has no right to seize our property. They have no right to take our guns. They have no right to do any of those things. We have the right and freedom to keep our things ours. Government is not to touch it. Mm -hmm. And then we have so many other freedoms. We can have whatever job we want. Mm -hmm. We can work where we want. We can move state to state if we want. Mm -hmm. We can hang out who we want with, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, The government can't tell us. To be vaccinated or not vaccinated, that's illegal. It's none of their business. I know the government thinks it is, but it's not. They're overstepping. Mm -hmm. It's not their job. So what we want to talk about is some scriptures to kind of back this up. Um, You know, the government is not to oppress us or steal from us. They are to uphold the Constitution and the laws which we're seeing that our government is very flawed in that. Yeah. And they're failing, and they're traitors. Mm-hmm. Let's just be honest. If our founding fathers were here right now, all of those people, those traitors, would either be shot or hung. 
They wouldn't even question it. They would know exactly what needed to happen, and they'd deal with it. Mm-hmm. They didn't sit there and let it get so far out of hand that they couldn't come back from it. And that's where we're at. The American people are just idly standing by and not doing anything. Yeah. So let's talk about some freedom. And let's talk about what God says about freedom. So, we have a lot of scriptures to go through. And they're important. So pay attention. So is what you got for the first one? Okay. Um, we have Romans, uh, Romans 8, verses 21, 20 through 21. And it says, For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who was but because of him who subjected it in hope that the creation itself will be set free from its bondage to corruption and obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. Yeah. We don't have to be subject to this evil regime. We are already free. Yeah. And we just got to walk that out. Yeah. We just got to walk it out. Mm-hmm. Joss, what do you got? Okay. So I love the scriptures. Man, these are awesome. <laughs> Let's go. I got... 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17, and that says, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Right. So, do we see the Spirit of God in America right now? No. no. Not really. In some states we do. Mm-hmm. We see some really good leadership in some of these states that put their faith and trust in God, and you see things very differently than those that don't believe in God, that don't put their faith in God. Yeah. Um, and it's obvious. Mm-hmm. It's very obvious. Yeah. What do you got, Court? I have 1 Corinthians 7, verse 21. It says, Were you a slave when called? Do not be concerned about it. But if you can gain your freedom, avail yourself of the opportunity. Well, we're free. And we need to take advantage of this opportunity while we're still free. Yeah. We can't let these opportunities go by. We need to deal with it now. Mm -hmm. I mean, let's just be honest. I have a lot of scripture from Isaiah, but the first one I'm going to read is from Isaiah 1, 16 through 17. It says, Wash yourselves, make yourselves clean, remove the evil of your deeds from before my eyes. Cease to do evil. Learn to do good, seek justice, correct oppression, bring justice to the fatherless, plead the widow's cause. I see a lot of, and we talked about this in a previous podcast, but I've seen a lot of death and destruction of the male figures in our country. Um, From people calling men uh, toxic, which... Masculine men, there's nothing toxic toxic about them. We need them. Yeah. yeah. Um, to men being mislabeled or men put on medications and men being belittled and treated like nothing. And the reality is, is men in our country, in our homes, in our communities are extremely important. Yeah. The good men need to rise up. The godly men need to step up. Because they're the ones, they're the warriors that are called to be warriors Mm -hmm. and they need to lead the way. Mm -hmm. Um, But the women on the other side of it, 
need to come alongside them and, and encourage them. Yeah. They need to be bold in their faith and work it out together. Yeah. We're all in this together. I mean, no joke. We're we're all fighting the same battle, but each of us has a different place and and different skill set to make us successful. So we work yeah. together. So we need to be cautious about that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But we need those men to rise up and not allow evil to succeed. Mm-hmm. Yes. We just, we can't. Um, Is what do you got next? I have First Peter chapter 2, verse 16. And it says, Live as people who are free, not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil, but living as servants of God. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so doing good instead of doing evil. evil. Yeah. Or doing just what you want to do just because. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not of God. Mm-hmm. God doesn't give you freedom to do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. God gives you freedom to live a good life. Mm-hmm. To be helpful and kind to others. Mm-hmm. To choose good. To Yeah, exactly. To choose good and not evil. Mm-hmm. He gives us those chances and opportunities and... We're in a time where those chances and opportunities are running out. Yeah. And you're not going to get a second chance. So, what do you got, Joss? Okay, I got Ezekiel uh, chapter 45, verse 9. It, and it says, Thus says the Lord God, Enough, O princes of Israel, put away violence and oppression, and execute justice and righteousness. Cease your evictions of my people, declares the Lord God. Yep. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But again, it's oppression and justice and all of these things are all wrapped in to one big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need justice for the oppressed. Mm-hmm. We have a government that is oppressing and stealing what doesn't belong to theirs. As we know, well, now I'm fatherless, but the fatherless, the widow, Mm -hmm. which we fall in line with those. And to reiterate, single moms are widows. Uh, God considers single moms widows because widow, uh, the meaning of that is a woman who has been left, rejected, abandoned by her husband. Mm -hmm. Um, So... People need to be paying attention. We have a government that's going after single moms and arresting them and and uh, the fatherless. There's so many fatherless kids out there. The fathers have just taken off or they're in trouble with the law or whatever. And there's a reason why widows and fatherless are brought up so much in the Bible is because God has a heart for them. And those people that are destroying or hurting or causing harm or oppressing the fatherless and the widow, God is going to seek vengeance against those people. Yeah. Um, And it's not going to be pleasant. I mean, you've been warned. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you've been warned. Mm -hmm. Um, So, and we're talking kind of a mix of oppression and freedom here because they do kind of coincide. When people are oppressed, they want that freedom. They don't want to be oppressed. Uh, Some people do because they're too lazy. They want people to take care of them. And the reality is you're not being taken care of. You're being taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. 
And when other people's money runs out, you're going to be left with nothing. You will starve to death. You will lose everything because you're wholly dependent on a government that really doesn't care about you Mm -hmm. at all. Yeah. Um, What do you got? So I have Exodus 3 verse 9. It says, And now, behold, the cry of the people of Israel has come to me, and I have also seen the oppression with which the Egyptians oppress them. Yep. So God hears the cries and he sees the oppression. Yep. And he's not going to idly stand by. No. He, he says that he's not going to. So another one in Isaiah, I got 10, uh, Isaiah 10, 1 through 6. And originally I was just going to read one scripture, but then <laughs> when I read the scripture before and after, I'm like, <laughs> this is too good to pass up. <laughs> so, woe to those who decree iniquitous decrees and the writers who keep writing oppression. To turn aside the needy from justice and to rob the poor of my people of their right, that widows may be their spoil, and that they may make the fatherless their prey. What will you do on the day of punishment in the ruin that will come from afar? To whom will you flee for help, and where will you leave your wealth? Nothing remains but to crouch among the prisoners or fall among the slain. For all this, his anger has not turned away, and his hand is stretched out still. I was like, yes! (laughs) I love it! Mm. Those are really good. Mm -hmm. So we, I mean, God sees what's going on, and he hasn't removed his hand from bringing justice to this world. It's coming. Mm -hmm. And those that are coming after the oppressed or the needy or the poor or the fatherless or the widow is going to suffer greatly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not going to be good. What were you going to say? Is- oh, I have a verse that goes right with what you're just saying. Awesome. Um, it's Psalm oh, chapter 72 verse 14. And it says, From oppression and violence he redeems their life and precious is their blood in his sight. Yep. Mm. So even if we have to die fighting for our freedoms and what we believe in, we are precious in God's sight, and we know that He will avenge us. Yeah, He will avenge us. Mm-hmm. He will absolutely avenge us. The ultimate avenger. So <laughs> either way, it's a win-win for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Either way, mm-hmm. and we have nothing to fear. No. Joss, what do you got next? Let me see here. I got Psalm 42, verse 9, and that says, I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? Yep. Mm. So we don't need to mourn. We shouldn't need to. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose that when you are oppressed, it might seem like God has forgotten you. Yeah. He hasn't. In previous verses, it clearly states that, well... God will definitely avenge. Yeah. So you yeah. should believe in that even when you feel like God has. Mm-hmm. Well, and sometimes God. you're going to go through stuff. Mm-hmm. God tells you you're going to go through tests and trials. So dealing with some sort of oppression is probably bound to happen to every one of us. But how we deal with it, if we turn to God or Satan, if we turn to good or evil, mm-hmm. is going to determine our outcome and how that whole thing plays out. Yeah. I mean, 
you, you always have a choice. Mm-hmm. Anybody that sits there and plays victim and says, I didn't have a choice in the matter, is lying to you. Everybody has a choice. Mm-hmm. Everybody does. Free will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One way or the other. You can choose to demand to steal from people or you can choose to work mm-hmm. and make a living for yourself and your family. Be somebody that you can be proud of. Be somebody that God needs you to be. Yeah. What more would you want? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I When talking about like oppression and stuff, I think of Paul, I think it was, when he said that it's an honor yeah. to be thrown in, what was it, thrown in prison for... Because of the name of Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. when you're persecuted, it means that you're worthy of the glory that's coming, of yeah. the life you will receive. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> I was making noise and I got distracted. <laughs> yeah, I was like swinging my hand. I was like, shh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. All right. What do you got, Cor? I have Deuteronomy 26, verse 7. And it says, Then we cried to the Lord, the God of our fathers, and the Lord heard our voice and saw our affliction, our toil, and our oppression. I think these are really important scriptures to really be rereading mm-hmm. throughout your day and week. Yeah. Because people are feeling helpless. Mm-hmm. And they're just trying to figure out what they need to do. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is turn into the Bible. Mm-hmm. Look and and see what God is saying. Yeah. You don't give up. Mm-hmm. He's not telling you to give up. He's telling you to fight through it. Mm-hmm. And that he's going to be there. He's going to give you strength. He's going to bring justice on your behalf. He's going yeah. to do these things. Yeah. So we need to believe and have faith and not be worried about it. But a lot of people are. And I understand that. I get it. It's easy to fall into um, hopelessness uh, and and worry when everything around you is changing so drastically and not in a good, godly way. So I get that. Um, So next in Isaiah, I'm reading Isaiah 54, 14 through 15. And it says, In righteousness you shall be established. You shall be far from oppression, for you shall not fear, and from terror, for it shall not come near you. If anyone stirs up strife, it is not for me. Whoever stirs up strife with you shall fall because of you. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. So we know the strife that's going on is not from God. Right. And if anyone brings strife on God's children, those people are going to fall. Because they went after the wrong person. Yeah. That's reality. Mm-hmm. Scary for those people. Yeah. I would not want to be on that side of things. No. I'm grateful that God is doing a work in us. Um, and I'm grateful that we have the opportunity to pray for those around us. Yeah. Um, and, and hope and pray that people get saved before it's too late, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, Iz, what do you got next? Oh, it's kind of like a small prayer. It's uh, Psalm 119, verse 134. And it says, Redeem me from man's oppression, that I may keep your precepts. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Simple, quick little prayer. Yeah. yeah. That's what I love about Psalm, though. Mm-hmm. It's a huge book of prayers. Yeah. yeah. 
you can't ask for much more. You can find a prayer for anything in there. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Well, how about you, Joss? Do you got another uh, scripture? Yeah. Uh, it's Psalm chapter 44, verse 24. It says, Why do you hide your face? Why do you forget our affliction and oppression? Yeah. So sometimes when, and like Corey, you were just saying that even though we go through things and it seems like God isn't there, he is. He's fully aware of what we're going through, how we're feeling, um, what's going to happen. He already knows how this plays out. And we already know that we win. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just just a weird place to be. Yeah. I mean, it's just a really weird place to be, Mm -hmm. you know. I'm reminded of what Jesus said, um, kind of when he was explaining to his disciples what was supposed to happen to him. Yeah. It's like, you're not, you don't, sorry, you want, <laughs> man, <laughs> you're not going to understand it now, but later you will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And a lot of times when we go through things, it doesn't make sense, but later you look back and you are able to see how God worked. Yeah. And what was happening and um, how it makes sense now yeah yeah it, so it's interesting it is it is what do you got core um ecclesiastes 5 verse 8 if you see in a province the oppression of the poor and the violation of justice and righteousness do not be amazed at the matter for the high official is watched by a higher and there are yet higher ones over them oh yeah I love that one, too. Yeah. Because all these politicians who think they're getting away with stuff, the guardian and warring angels are, are watching and they're paying attention. Mm-hmm. And they're reporting back to God Almighty. And God knows everything anyways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But because a bigger war is coming, they're being watched. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like hawks. And I Watch love back. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, so, what I, I've got a couple scriptures in Galatians that I'm going to go through here, too. So, I love that the Old and New Testament is so interchangeable mm-hmm. um, because it's so important to have both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because what the Old Testament talks about is in the New Testament and vice versa. Yeah. Um, so, Galatians 2, and then I've got 4 through 5. Yet, because of false brothers secretly brought in, who slipped in to spy out our freedom that we have in Christ Jesus so that they might bring us into slavery. To them we did not yield in submission even for a moment, so that the truth of the gospel might be preserved for you. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Mm. I was like, ooh, that is so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as long as we don't yield and put our faith and trust in God, God's gospel is going to live on, not leave on, mm-hmm. but live on. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to keep moving forward, and people are going to see. Mm-hmm. So we don't submit to evil, and we don't submit to oppression, mm-hmm. no matter the cost. Something interesting came into my mind while you were reading that, that this whole thing that's happening with our country and the world isn't anything like um about politics or anything like that it's about good and evil it is. and it's about the war that's happening and the bit like you said the bigger war that's going to happen yeah. between god who's going to win and satan who's obviously going to lose that <laughs> <laughs> yep. so yeah. that's really amazing it's reassuring mm-hmm. to say the least 
Especially, yeah. again, when you're feeling hopeless, there's reassurance in God's word. Yeah. And it's very comforting. Mm-hmm. It sucks right now. A lot of things do. Yeah. But there's reassurance in God's word. And if you're professing and confessing God's word every day in your life and out loud and putting those demons and those evil people around you on notice, you're going to feel a ton better. Yeah. You're going to feel better. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything else, Jess? Uh, yeah, I have one more. It's kind of like the previous or couple verses ago that I read, but it is Psalm chapter 43, chapter I'm sorry, chapter 43, verse 2. <laughs> it's, it's a Monday, folks. It's a Monday. <laughs> Boy, is it. And it says, For you are the God in whom I take refuge. Why have you rejected me? Why do I go about mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? Yeah. yeah. So, and it's a good question. I mean, why should we do that? Yeah. We don't need to. We don't need to. Right. We can battle and we can fight. And God will give us his might. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Mrs. Seuss. Yeah. Yeah. I do that a lot. I don't know oh, why. Yeah. It's really weird. Yeah. And I just did it again. Sorry. <laughs> and you don't even try. Okay. I have Ecclesiastes 7 verse 7. It says, surely oppression drives the wise into madness, and a bribe corrupts the heart. Ooh. Yep. Well, we see a lot of corruption in our politicians, don't we? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What came to mind was the, uh, uh, quote-unquote, justice system. Yeah. And uh, they probably have accepted a lot of bribes lately. Oh, probably from our enemies and a bunch of other... Well, I mean, the whole saying, soldier sold to the devil, isn't too far off, I would say. Did you have anything else, Joss, or are you, are you done on that one? I think I'm done. Okay. Core, do you got anything else? I do. Okay. Uh, Jeremiah 9, verse 6 says, Heaping oppression upon oppression and deceit upon deceit, they refuse to know me, declares the Lord. And so I would take that as... The politicians and these evil people trying to control and take over our country, mm-hmm. they don't know God. No. Yeah. They don't know him at all. Mm-hmm. They don't know what he's capable of or what he plans on doing. Right. And that's not good. Nope. Did you have anything else, Is? Yes. I all right. One more. Okay. Um, Psalm 73, verse 8, and it says, They scoff and speak with malice. Loftily they threaten oppression. Yep. That's obviously what we've been seeing. Yeah, we see a lot. I actually do have something to share. It wasn't on our verse thing. Okay. If that's right. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. I just wanted to share this real quick. Uh, It's in Isaiah. It's chapter 42, verses 20 through 22. It says, He sees many things, but does not observe them. His ears are open, but he does not hear. The Lord was pleased for his righteousness' sake to magnify his law and make it glorious. But but this is a people plundered and looted. They are all of them trapped in holes and hidden in prisons. They have become plunder with none to rescue, spoil with none to say restore. Hmm. Well, we see that with our American 
sisters and brothers that are being held illegally by the FBI. Yeah, I found that really interesting, and I wanted to share that. Well, and that's fine. Thank you for sharing that. (laughs) Yeah, no problem. (laughs) So the last two scriptures I have are in Galatians 5. The first one is Galatians 5.1. It says, For freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. Mm-hmm. Important. Yeah. Don't do it. Jesus yeah. already set us free. Don't buckle under the pressure. Don't give in. Mm-hmm. Don't submit. Stand strong no matter the cost. It's important. Mm-hmm. You need to do that for your family. Mm-hmm. You need to be doing that for your belief in God. Yeah. You have to do it. Um, and then the last one is Galatians 5.13. And if I can find it with the glare. <laughs> um, it says, For you were called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. Mm-hmm. So we are free. And that, you know, that's the one beautiful thing or one part of America that is so beautiful and so taken advantage of at the same time is America and Americans are very giving. Mm-hmm. We have helped people all over the world. Yeah. yeah. And we have supported them and sent them money and adopted them and brought them here and whatever we could do to support them. And in return, we've been stolen from and lied to and taken advantage of. But some of us would still do the same thing. Mm -hmm. Just because we care about people. We care about their freedom. We want them to be free. We don't want them to be oppressed. We don't want them to suffer under evil regimes. We want them to experience joy and happiness because that's what God gives us. Mm -hmm. That's what he's... That, I mean, that's what Jesus died to give us, this life. And he did it to give it to us abundantly. Mm-hmm. And so it's not something to take lightly. Live, live every day. Laugh. Be with your family and friends. Pray together. Sing songs together. Dance around. Read your Bibles together. <laughs> Read your Bibles together, but fight together. Stand arm in arm. Do not. Let anyone put you back into a place where God already saved you from. Mm-hmm. So we just pray for every person that hears this podcast, and we pray that you will be blessed and that you will have some hope and encouragement in the times we're in. Um, you're not alone. We love you. God bless y'all, and God bless America. <laughs>